traversing the fields of geekdom. How about new? Uh, Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everybody doing? If this is your first time to The Geek Show, first of all, welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. I hope you are all having a fantastic weekend. This is a show where we take a break from all the news, all the yelling, all the screaming, and push it aside, and we just take a break, relax, take a deep breath, and let's talk about some fun things. Video games, movies, TV shows, the weird world of technology. I have so much to go over with you guys. If I didn't say it before, I am your host, Corey Wara. And we have a jam-packed show, as always. First, we start off the show with the news of the week. I got some interesting news in the world of VR and some movie news and some TV news, a little bit of everything here. But during this weird time that we're in with the COVID-19, it's a very light time in regards to news. So we'll hit some highlights, then we'll take a break, and after that... We'll come back and we're going to talk about last week. We talked about uh, the streaming service Peacock by NBC, which is a terrible, terrible name, but they're going with it. So I respect that. And I talked about all of their new shows that they're releasing because they released a bunch of trailers. Well, somebody else has joined this week, and that's HBO Max. They announced a release date and some trailers. We'll go over it. I have to be honest. I'm a little disappointed with their original uh, products that they have for it right now and for the price point. But I don't know how much we are going to keep spending when it comes to streaming. But this one is the most expensive. Uh, then we take a break for news. And after that, we come back. We go Corey's Tech Corner. We talk about technology news. Uh, specifically, I'll be talking a bunch about YouTube because there's a um, some good news, uh, how people are adapting to uh, the quarantine and the stay-at-home order. Uh, and they're doing that through YouTube. Then I have a bad story with YouTube. Somebody is suing YouTube, and I think that this might be the start of a chain reaction of different lawsuits that could potentially come out of this. Then we end the show with the top five list of the week, and for the first time in a long time, I have movie trailers and TV trailers. I know. It is absolutely insane. We have been dry from trailers for big movies and TV shows for a while now, and I'm glad to say that they are all back. And I have a viral video, too, which is pretty funny. So for right now, let's go into the news. And this one is so funny. So we are at weird times as we're all staying at home. And it's not just us. Uh, people all over the world are just staying at home and being a stay-at-home order or under a quarantine order. And Japan is one of them. And I give it to Japan. They are way ahead of us when it comes to technology. And there is a business that is doing something hilarious, interesting, but at the same time has me a little bit worried. A Japan Hot Springs resort is now letting you visit their baths at their bathhouses via VR, virtual reality. So they uploaded a VR template on YouTube. And if you have a VR system, you can put on the headset hop in a tub and just soak in the water and pretend you are not at home in your little apartment and instead are at this beautiful resort soaking in the light, soaking in the life that is uh, this bathhouse. I think that's really cool. It's really, really interesting how much virtual reality has been blowing up 
uh, due to this coronavirus. Uh, I've been reading that a lot of people are taking, quote, virtual vacations where they put on their headsets and their headphones and they just leave their apartment or their house for a while and go visit Paris or go through a museum. There are tons and tons of options out there. And this one's just hilarious, a hot springs. What worries me, though, is I don't like anything when it comes to technology and water, because usually when that happens, something falls apart or something breaks or something sparks. That has me a tiny bit worried, but we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, uh, maybe they have a better VR system. I, I Thinking about it, I think there might be one where you can use your smartphone in a device and it's not connected to anything. But most VR headsets, you have to connect to a computer. So I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious just imagining you sitting in a bath and pretending you're somewhere else. I think that's really cool. Uh, a TV show of mine that I really, really loved was called Leverage. It was on TNT, and the best way to describe it is that it is a one-hour show in the style of Ocean's Eleven. So it's about thieves outwitting and outsmarting their victim, and there's always a twist at the end. And I love that show. It was hilarious. It was good. It was witty, and it surprised me. And it's very rare for shows to surprise me just because... When I went to film school and I learned how writing works and how filming works, I was given basically a cheat sheet for movies on how to spot twists and plot points and all of that. And this show was able to break that for me. Well, they announced that IMDb, the Internet Movie Database, and I'm not joking, there is a service called IMDb TV, and they offer uh, free, absolutely free uh, shows that you can watch, you can stream, uh, nothing too crazy, just older stuff. But they announced that they are doing a reboot of the show Leverage, and it will be the channel's first major original series. That's cool. Uh, I definitely like those types of shows that are like twist focused and uh, big plots and plans to steal things. I think that's awesome. We'll have to wait and see in the long run if that will be successful. I have a feeling that IMDb is not going to have huge success in that route. But what do I know? I was wrong about Dora the Explorer, the movie. <laughs> Next up, this one's very, very interesting. Anime. Anime is Japanese cartoons, and there are a whole variety of them. There's uh, stuff aimed towards more adults, not like adult adult stuff, although there is stuff like that out there, but more like R-rated stuff that are heavy and bloody, and then there's kid-friendly stuff. And this one's a kid-friendly one, and this one is fascinating because... Netflix has acquired what has to be one of the bigger animes of all time. The new Pokemon season will premiere in the United States on Netflix. It will debut in June, and it will release the entire series, I believe, in including all of the previous seasons. And I think, honesty, I think uh, there is like over 10 or 12 seasons of Pokemon. I know, it's crazy, but... Uh, that's a big deal. The fact that Netflix is able to get that deal is good. Um, I was really worried as all of these streaming services start popping up that Netflix is going to have an issue because as uh, like Peacock is a perfect example. That's the NBC streaming service. They took away from Netflix the office, the parks and recreation. I mean, a lot of heavy shows that Netflix used for their base. They used to have Friends on there, and Friends was one of their most successful shows because people just have it on in the black background and watch it. Well, when HBO Max, which we'll be talking about in a little bit, uh, was created, they took Friends from Netflix. So I was worried because Netflix doesn't have a 
catalog of stuff and that they had to keep focusing on original content. But the fact that they're branching out into this, into kid-friendly territory, I think that's awesome. I think if Netflix is smart, they will focus a lot on kid-friendly stuff because a lot of these new streaming stuff don't have the best in regards to kid-friendly stuff. I think Netflix would do a good job with that. So if you like Pokemon, that will be coming out in June. Next up, this one is from Netflix again. They're on a roll. Netflix is doing something really cool with a comedian, Jerry Seinfeld. He is releasing his very first special, original special, stand-up comedy, in over 22 years. First of all, that's insane that it was 22 years since his last uh, video special that he did. It'll be released on Netflix on May 5th, and it is called 23 Hours to Kill. I don't know anyone who doesn't like Jerry Seinfeld. He's clean, he's funny, and I think that will be a huge success for Netflix. I think he got the deal because he does the uh, Comedians with Cars Drinking Coffee series is on Netflix. Next up, one of my favorite shows on TV right now is Westworld. Season 3 is so stinking good. You get the chance, if you like sci-fi, watch season one of this show. It was phenomenal. Season two was kind of a step back, but season three is just killing it right now. But they announced earlier this week that they are renewing it to season four. Awesome. That makes me incredibly excited. Uh, it is just a fantastic show about robot, about AI, about everything with technology. Really, really cool, and I am so happy that they are expanding it out into Season 7. Uh, next up is Disney. Disney Plus is announced this week that they are making a female-centric Star Wars show for Disney Plus. Awesome. But on top of it, they have brought in one of the co-creators for Russian Dolls. It is a Netflix show that I am literally going to be watching this weekend because I saw it last weekend and I didn't have enough time to watch it, but... I saw this when it first came out, and everybody is talking about it. It's a, supposed to be a really good hidden gem show on Netflix. You can watch it right now. And the best way to describe it is is that it is Groundhog's Day meets drugs. So I don't know. Uh, it's about a girl who goes to a party, and every time she tries to leave the party, she is killed in some way, and she wakes up and has to start over. It looks really, really good. The reviews were phenomenal. I cannot wait, and the fact that somebody who has doing something unique like that show will come make a Star Wars show, I am all for it. Star Wars needs a breath of fresh creative air after The Last Jedi and the one before that. Uh, next up, the police in Connecticut announced this week, and this one is so weird and scary. They are testing a so-called pandemic drone that can detect when people on the ground have fevers. So the new drone platform will allow uh, will also be used to determine when people are closer than six feet. The new drone technology, which is developed by a company called Dragonfly, uh, has been around since 1990s. But they, uh, the Westport PD were showing off the drones and how they work. They have videos on it. First, obviously, the fever one. Uh, it'll be able to detect based on um, your heat if you have a fever. Uh, I imagine that maybe these drones will have speakers on it like we've seen from Japan and they'll tell people, eh, you need to go home or whatnot. But the creepy one is one, and they have videos and GIFs out there of this, is that it can detect when people are six feet apart. It is really, really weird and creepy. And the best way to describe it is it shows a video of people playing soccer 
And for each person, there's a yellow line through them so that the drone and the software can follow it. And then there's a circle beneath them. If the circle is green, it means that they are six feet away from everybody else. But if it's red, it means that they've crossed into another circle. And thus, the six feet are not being uh, kept and followed by the rules. And I feel like, once again, with the speaker, a drone would then fly in and say, hey, you need to keep six feet apart. It's weird. It's creepy. I know that drones are going to be coming a big thing in the police world and in our world in general, but it's still creepy. It's, it has a very big, uh, big brother feel. But with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about the latest in the streaming world. Seriously, I thought last year we were going to be done with all of these brand new streaming services. But no, we got one more HBO Max. HBO has stepped into the ring. And they're going to take on Peacock that comes out later. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everybody doing? Now, before we get into it, this is a segment where normally, pre-COVID-19, I talk about the movies that are releasing this week. And we can't really do that right now because we are still under the stay-at-home and movie theaters are closed and no movies are coming out. So instead, we've been talking about streaming services. Last week, we talked about Peacock, which is NBC's new streaming service, and we played some trailers for all of their shows, and really cool. First, we got a, the elephant in the room. That is a terrible name for a streaming service. Peacock? I'm going to go home and watch Peacock? No, that is a terrible, terrible name. But we talked about that last week, and I, I honestly thought, okay, we're done with all these streaming services. But no, we got the last big one of the pack, had a big announcement and rolling out this week. HBO Max. Now, this one's going to be interesting because you can get around 10,000 hours of content. Uh, if you are an AT&T user, you will get this service for free. The service will have a mixed big library of titles, including Friends, South Park, The Big Bang Theory, an original series that uh, like Gossip Girl, uh, The Flight Attendant and Tokyo Vice. Um, earlier this week, also it was revealed that J.J. Abrams is working on three shows for the service, including a show called Overlook, which is set in the Stephen King's The Shining Universe, a DC Comics Justice League Dark show, and a period drama called Duster. Uh, unfortunately, Warner Brothers was going to release this service with a brand new, non-scripted Friends reunion special. But sadly, due to COVID-19, they were unable to. And HBO can't wait because everybody is watching streaming services right now. So they want to take advantage of that. Uh, before we get into the trailers, though, content for the service will be overseen by one of the heads of TNT, TBS, and True TV. This will include what you will get from HBO Max will pull from Warner Brothers Library of Film, TV shows, um, New Line, DC, CNN, TNT, TBS, and True TV. Oh, we got more. Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Crunchyroll, Rooster Teeth, Looney Tunes, and a selection of classic films curated in partnership with TCM, as well as third-party acquired series and movie titles. So they claim to have over 10,000 hours worth of content, and this is the sticking point, though. Guess how much it will cost? Fourteen ninety nine, which I believe is the most expensive option out there. Well, uh, besides, uh, no, I think it's even if you break down Amazon's price for Amazon Prime, uh, it's still cheaper in the long run. That is stinking expensive. Will it do well? Yeah, because it's HBO, and HBO does some really good content. And uh, I'll be curious to see how they do, because that initial price range will scare a lot of people. And understandably, that's 
$14.99 is expensive for a streaming service that doesn't have a lot of original content. We'll have to wait and see on if it is successful. But for now, let's talk about some of their original programming that they are releasing. And in all honesty, it's a little lackluster. Let's start off with this one. This one's a kid-friendly type show, Looney Tunes. What's up, Dad? I'm a challenging you to an arm wrestling match, rabbit. So yeah, that was just a little teaser for the new Looney Tunes show. The animation looks gorgeous, uh, but it's funny and weird because I grew up watching these and they were a lot older even when I was growing up. It's just weird seeing Looney Tunes interact with technology and talking about references that have to do with us. That will be one of the launch titles for the show. The next one is a weird one, and I'm not kidding. This is just, what is it with these terrible names? This is Craftopia. I am not joking. Hey guys, what's up? It's Lauren, and welcome to Craftopia. Three creative kids, two craft challenges, one grand prize winner. Yes, I do love glitter. Today, we want you to create a lemonade stand. Let's get crafting. Ready, set, craft! Okay, that's enough of that. Uh, it's probably a good show. It's obviously set for kids, and it's a game show where kids create crafts, and if you win, you win money. All awesome. But can we just admit that that's just a terrible name, Craftopia? I feel like you can missay that very, very easily, and I have to say the word really slowly on air here because I don't want to say the bad thing. Craftopia. Just really, really weird. That will be one of the launch titles. Uh, as we hit to the more serious stuff, here's an interesting documentary that's been getting a lot of, not hype, but controversy. At the time, Biggie lived around the corner. He was trying to be a rapper. I was trying to be a rap A&R person. We were all trying to be something. Drew was a young, powerful something who cared so much about this music. And so when Def Jam called me, I was like, Russell Simmons wants to offer you this job as the director of A&R at Def Jam. I could not have scripted it better. We have to stop there because I just realized we're running out of time. But that is on the record is is a story about this. Uh, the first woman of color to become this big, uh, successful music executive and she had to come out and tell her story during the me too movement it looks really good there's controversy because some people are saying she's lying others saying she's telling the truth and it's just a big fight as it usually is with these types of movies if you want to watch it it will be one of the launch movies and shows on hbo max it looks like they want to take that and make on the record into a series telling people's story really really cool uh, some other ones, there's a fashion contest called Legendary that looks weird, and there's a weird show called Love Life. There's not that much in regards to original content that will be released on launch day, so I don't know what's going to happen with HBO. For $14.99, I was expecting a way bigger catalog than, what, six original shows? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. If it's anything, HBO does some really good content so maybe it's just fine to wait a little bit until uh some more stuff comes out hbo max will be launching on may 27th 14.99 that's expensive 
Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everybody doing? Thank you for joining us today. If this is your first time listening to The Geek Show, welcome. It's a show where we talk about video games, movies, TV shows, comic books, a little bit of everything. But this segment, specifically, we talk about technology in a segment I like to call Corey's Tech Corner. I got some interesting YouTube news, Sonos, Zoom, and we're going to start with our hacking news of the week. I always try to talk about the big hacks. And this one's interesting because it's not officially a hack yet. But probably, I'll probably be updating you next week with more information of this. But Nintendo released an email out to everybody who uses its software and says, Hey, you should probably change your password. And if you can, set up a two-step authorization so that if you log in, you have to get a password via text. And I know most people aren't going to do that. So if you have a Nintendo product, like the Switch, specifically the Nintendo Switch, I would definitely change your password when you're trying to log into the Nintendo shop where you buy uh, games. Why? Because there are rumors, they haven't officially confirmed this, but they're looking into it that somebody hacked into Nintendo and stole all of our lovely information, including usernames, addresses, um, credit card information, and etc. So... I wanted to bring this up because Nintendo is huge. I mean, so huge. Last week, we even talked about it on the Geek Show that they are having a problem of keeping up with their products and making new Nintendo Switches because while everyone's at home during the COVID crisis, they're playing on the Nintendo Switch. Specifically, a lot of people are playing the new Animal Crossing game. And because of that, it just shows the power of Nintendo. So you should be aware because 9 out of 10, somebody you know is using a Nintendo Switch. And especially when it comes to kids, we want to protect their privacy, their information. So make sure, if you can, at least change your password. I won't judge you if you don't want to do the two-step authorization thing because it absolutely stinks to do every time. Uh, let's continue to, and let's talk about YouTube. I have good and bad stuff with YouTube. Let's start off with the bad stuff. YouTube is being sued this week. Uh, there is a cryptocurrency company that is suing YouTube for a very interesting reason, that being copycats. So I'm going to break this down as easy as I can to explain it. So I'm Corey. I'm going to create a YouTube series called Corey's Cryptocurrency. Awesome. I put out videos all the time. I talk about it. I have giveaways every once in a while, and I'm doing really good and it's getting really, really popular. Well, let's say uh, Greg Batten's sitting over there, and he's like, hey, I don't like the fact that Corey is getting all this stuff, all these views. I want to get some money off of him. So he creates a new YouTube account, and he calls it uh, Corey's Cryptocurrency. But he changes the spelling ever so slightly, and in a way that makes it hard to see. And he copies my profile picture. I mean, he becomes the same website. And then he starts flooding YouTube with videos saying, hey, you can win $25,000. Here's how you do it. Type in your information here. And people are falling for it and getting their information stolen, and they are not winning $25,000 of cryptocurrency. And this company is saying, hey, YouTube, we're trying to reach out to you, but you're not responding at all. And because of the fact that they haven't responded and things are escalating, they're losing viewership, they're getting angry reviews, and they're getting physical threats because of people who are saying that they won and they need the money and that they're not getting anything in return. Okay, a lot to break down here. I want to get our good friend and big listener of the show, Ambrose McCall, on the show because... I feel like, and don't quote me on this, I'm not 100% sure on it, uh, that this is going to have a ripple effect. Uh, will it lead to eventually a system where, almost like a social security code, where we have an individual code per person 
that will connect us to the Internet so that you can't copy anyone else? Or will this lead into a change in policy with YouTube and how they interact with people on their systems? I, I don't know. Uh, if I was YouTube, their defense is saying, hey, look, we're a huge company. We have two billion videos uploaded a day. We are trying our best to get and take down as many videos and as many copycats as possible. But then you have the cryptocurrency people saying, hey, I don't care. I'm, I'm getting physical threats via this. And we are trying and flagging every video down, but you're not doing anything about it. It should be noted when they filed the suit earlier this week, the day that they announced it, YouTube took down all the copycats. So I think they're still going through this. It'll be interesting to see in the long run because this is a big uh, YouTube company, cryptocurrency company, I don't remember the name, that is suing them. And that doesn't affect the the smaller people who are doing it. There are a lot of smaller YouTube channels out there that have copycats stolen from them or even have high profile YouTube's YouTubers stealing their content. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I feel like, though, that this story is going to have bigger ripple effects in the long run. Uh, but let's talk about the good stuff with YouTube. There is a 50 percent increase on people searching for homeschool so that they can get more educational stuff for their kids. YouTube is backing that up by uh, overloading the system with recommendations to help kids learn while they're at home. There is a 75%, like, think of that, 75% of all the people who try to get information on COVID, there is a 75% on uh, increase on people getting legitimate information from good news sources. The World Health Organization, uh, the CDC, and big news organizations, CNN, Fox, MSNBC, all the big ones. YouTube has been pushing hard to block all uh, fake news stories that are out there about the COVID so that it will stop recommending it to people. Uh, one of their biggest problems, and it, I mean, it's just what YouTube is, is that there's a lot of opinion pieces out there. And when you search for something as generic as Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, you're going to get people on both sides of the aisle doing crazy things on their videos to get attention. And YouTube has always had a problem fighting that because if you type that COVID-19 in before you would get videos of people saying it's fake or not real and just because of how we learn using the internet specifically Google we associate the top of a search being the most important video and the most real video so we click it that's not always the case except for now YouTube is fighting back to do that I think that is absolutely awesome. Uh, let's quickly go through this. Sonos is a high-end wireless speaker company, just beautiful speakers. They announced that they are getting into the streaming music industry business, I guess. It's basically a copy of uh, Spotify. You'll be able to listen to all the music. But they're calling it Sonos Radio, which I think is hilarious uh, because they use the word radio. And you have all these tech companies saying, oh, radio's dead. No one's going to do that. Well, you're taking the name radio. Give that back to us, please. And finally, after about a month, Zoom decided to release an update that fixes their security problems where people are crashing people's business meetings and playing uh, adult videos over people's meetings. I think that's good that they finally updated it. I think they are a month too late, uh, especially as it seems like things are going to start easing up uh, during COVID. I think that they royally messed up when they had an opportunity to shine. I know, at least from people I know, have moved back to Google Hangouts. So with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to go over the top five. <laughs> Welcome 
Welcome back to The Geek Show. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, I know, don't be sad. I know you're crying. Don't cry. This is the last part of the Geek Show. I know. For the week. A uh, little housekeeping before we get into it. Uh, the, we have a new app, the 1470 WMBD app. You can get it anywhere that apps are available. So the iOS or Android uh, store. Just search for 1470 WMBD. You'll be able to get it. Why you should get it? Well, first, you can listen to the Geek Show on the go, which is always good. But also, there's a little section. If you go look at the bottom right-hand side, it says On Demand. If you click on that, boom, you have access to all the previous Geek Show episodes. So if you missed something today or want to hear something again, you can take a listen to it there. If you just want to hear more of my beautiful voice, I don't blame you at all. Uh, I also do a podcast with Greg and Dan called The Greg and Dan Show After Party. We'll be picking that up pretty soon. We had a pause during the whole um, heavy coronavirus situation, but we're going to be slowly getting back into that soon. So definitely check that out. But last part of the show, what do we do here? It's always the top five list of the week. And where do we start? Number five. Yes, number five. Number five goes to an HBO movie that is releasing tonight on HBO, obviously, since it's an HBO movie. It is a fantastic, well, it looks like a fantastic film. I haven't seen it. I love movies that HBO makes because they usually make really, really good movies. And they, on top of it, they just appeal to Corey because they are based on true stories. This is a trailer for Bad Education. Got us all the way to number four, and I will get us to number one. These are the best early decision numbers that we've ever seen. They want me to write an article about the new budget. Oh, okay, soundbite, nice. You want to write this down, or are you? Uh... I'm taping. Oh, okay. It's just a puff piece. It's only a puff piece if you let it be a puff piece. Yeah, so that was the trailer for Bad Education, and that airs tonight. I believe it's at 7 o'clock. Yeah, 7 o'clock on HBO. Really good. Hugh Jackman's in it. Ray Romano, Allison Ganney, and a lot of other famous and big actors are in it. What I really like is HBO puts a lot of money behind really good filmmakers, and this one looks to continue the trend. Um, the one I always go to to point out a great example is uh, Too Big to Fail. It is a fantastic film that talks about the financial crisis that happened who a few, not a few years ago, I think longer than that. But regardless of that, we'll see how it is tonight. I'll give you guys a full review next week. That is Bad Education, airing tonight on HBO. Number four. Number four. Number four goes to an interesting trailer coming from Hulu. It releases on May 8th. All of the episodes will be released. And it's a show brought to you by Justin Rowland, who is one of the co-creators of Rick and Morty. And I'm going to play this trailer. It's called Solar Opposites. But it is, just so you know the visual style, it is like eerily Rick and Morty style. These genius aliens are smarter than any man. Who knows what game of chess they're playing with us Oh, don't throw that out. I can sell it. It has an unstable gray hole inside. You're an unstable gray hole. <laughs> nice. It feels like I'm the only Slurpian who wants to escape this planet. What up? We're aliens. Make room at the table. <laughs> you know, Terry, everyone in the neighborhood hates us. You boys want some peanut butter cookie? Oh, she's threatening us. I'm freaking out. So that was the trailer for Solar Opposites. Uh, Justin Rowland, the co-creator of Rick and Morty, he also does the voice for Rick and Morty, uh, created this show... It looks like, I'm just going to guess, based on the animation and how everybody looks and acts, that this takes place in the same universe 
as Rick and Morty, so I have a feeling there'll be some crossover happening at some point. But uh looks really, really good. I ha- I could only play a little bit of the trailer just because there's some cursing. It's more of an adult Rick and Morty, which Rick and Morty is already kind of adult, but this one's more language-wise. Comes out May 8th. All episodes are coming out. I'll be curious to see how this works and if there's a connection with Rick and Morty, because I believe it's during May. Don't quote me on this. I think it's the entire month of May we are getting an all-new season, well, half season of Rick and Morty. So, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how this all works together. Solar Opposites is available on Hulu, and Rick and Morty are available on Adult Swim on Cartoon Network. Number three. Number three. Number three goes to what I think might be one of the big stinkers of the year in the movie world. This is the trailer for Tom Hardy starring in Capote. Do you know what the difference is between Adolf Hitler and Al Capone? It was dead. Capone lives like a king in Florida. He has full-blown dementia. I have reason to believe that could all be an elaborate act. What's this about? We have information that your client may have tucked away a very large sum of money. Okay, first let's talk about the trailer itself. The trailer itself is a fantastic uh, premise. It's the the after years of Al Capone after he's out of prison and he's slowly losing his mind to dementia. The problem is, uh, by the way, to quick sidebar, Tom Hardy. I think he's going to be one of the actors that we'll be seeing for our uh, generational actor, one that will continue to act of all time. Uh, he is a fantastic actor, but the heavy makeup use in this movie almost like, makes him look cartoony. And the over-stereotypes that are there, like he's always having a cigar in every shot. It's really weird. It just looks like the potential to be bad. But why I really think it will be bad is because of the director. The director uh, is known for his, I think the last movie he made in a wide release was the terribly, terribly, terribly reviewed movie, uh, the reboot of Fantastic Four. And that movie did horrible in the movie in the box office because of reshoots. It looked bad. There were scenes where one actor's hair was longer than the other. I mean, it was just terribly made, and they just threw it out there hoping it would work, and it didn't. The other factor being the director is notorious to being incredibly mean behind the scenes and treats his staff and the actors terribly, and it's either his way or the highway. And when you have that mentality going into something like making a film, it falls apart because everything will lay on your shoulders and you you can't do that. A director's job is insane. You cannot do that. You have to work together as a team, but that's why I think this movie is going to do bad. But what do I know? Because you know what? Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog came out and Dora the Explorer came out. And I said on the geek show, I said, these movies are going to be awful. And it turned out to be great. What the heck is up with that? Ugh, that is Al Capone. It's coming out later this year. Number two. I've got this girl meeting me here, and she's amazing. (laughs) Missy, what are you doing here? That text from you was wonderful. I screwed up so huge. Remember that crazy blind date I had? Nothing you could ever do would disappoint me. I love you. This one time I thought I was texting my dream girl. (laughs) I was texting that crazy girl. To the best weekend ever. (laughs) Oh my god. Are you rich? I'm rich! Yeah, so that was the trailer for The Wrong Missy. It's coming out on May 13th on Netflix. And it's a continuation of the partnership with David Spade and Netflix. I think he got it because he's friends with Adam Sandler and Netflix. But I have to be honest, the trailer started and I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of those Adam Sandler type comedy movies where it's just over the top sex jokes, over the top, oh, I'm in love with a really beautiful lady that would never stand a chance with. 
And then it turns into something a little different, something a little more interesting in that this uh, he has the wrong lady, but then it seems like they're obviously going to fall in love in the end. And maybe it starts to open him up to new things because he's trying something new. I actually really like it. I think David Spade is a really good, serious actor at times. Maybe not the best comedic all the time, but I think he's a really good actor. And I'm actually looking forward to this. That is The Wrong Missy, and it's coming out on Netflix on May 13th. Here's number one. Number one goes to the biggest fight that has been happening since the beginning of this century. That is uh, Hugh Jackman appearing in another video and Ryan Reynolds. They've always had a rivalry. Well, they're putting it aside for a good cause. Take a listen to this. People think it started with us. Well, it didn't. No. The Jackmans and Reynolds have been mortal enemies for as long as there have been Jackmans and Reynoldses. Sis. For generations, it's been a point of family honor to oppose each other. We start a gin company. And we start a coffee company. Together, we start a war. Because gin is for the weak. That's right, asshole. And coffee is for sleepy people. In fact, there's only one thing that we do agree on. Friends is a really pizza. good show. Well, for one day and one day only, we've agreed to agree to not disagree. And, and only a pandemic could, could make that happen. Yep, we've agreed to join the all-in challenge. We've agreed to the all-in challenge. We'll stop our feud for one day and help sell a different type of drink. Lemonade. At your child's lemonade stand. That's right. All to help fight food insecurity. Because no one deserves to go hungry. Just go to this, so go to this website. It's a you. Nobody calls it a whip. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> We're doing this. Here we go, guys. We're doing this. Yeah, so that was Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds doing the All In Challenge. It's a new thing. You can go just go to the theallinchallenge.com, and it's a charity event raising money to provide food for those in need, kill kids, elderly, frontline heroes uh, during this COVID crisis. And there's some really cool things. And like they were talking about in that video that went viral uh, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, if you win, if you after entering this contest, they will come for two hours. They will help with your kids sell lemonade at their lemonade stand. That's hilarious and awesome at the same time. Maybe Ryan Reynolds can sneak in some of his uh, gin to sneak into those drinks. Uh, but they also have other great experiences. There's golf at uh, Pebble Beach with Justin Timberlake and Bill Murray. Uh, yes, please. That sounds like a fantastic thing to talk about. You can be the next co-host on the Ellen DeGeneres show, and you can even have a walk-on role in the next Martin Scorsese film. Some great, great sweepstakes. I mean, I just brushed the top of it. I think the entries are $10 minimum, and $10 gives you 10 entries. And if you're drawn and win, you can win some cool things. So super, super cool. And with that, you guys, that is the Geek Show for the week. Have a fantastic weekend. And as always... Watch each other's back. I know that with the weather getting better out there, that you might want to uh, push the rules a little bit when it comes to social distancing and whatnot. But we got to watch each other's back. There's nothing wrong with having a Dungeon and Dragon or a card fight via Zoom or calling up someone and chatting with them. It's okay. We'll all get through this in the end, and I know we're getting antsy. We want to get out there and just share our geekness with everyone. But uh, we'll all work together. We'll all follow the rules, and we'll protect each other because that's geeks were always picked on in school, and that's what we're doing here. We're watching each other's back, and we're going to make sure that we all get through this together, maybe even make a few friends out of it. And with that, you guys, that is The Geek Show. Have a fantastic weekend. I will see you all next